Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm Rob Vanoff. I'm Felix Castro. And I'm Community Pat. And I am Jeremy Duvall. Welcome! I, I really tried to summon the, the inner Zelensky there. <laughs> but we're excited to have uh, Felix and Community Pat on for our next episode in our Road to Adepticon series. I hope you guys have been enjoying these episodes as much as we've had fun making them. You know, we're, uh, Rob and I are really excited about Adepticon. We're on the, we're on the, the messenger daily going, oh, what'd you get done today? What, oh, I, I, I'm working on tyrants. What are you working on? So, you know, we're, we're just so super psyched for Adepticon. And we're really excited to have on the show today... Uh, one of our brothers from another mother, mother, straight from the murder basement, Mr. Felix Castro. We've known him for five years or, or seven years at this point, and it's never changed. No, just the bodies have changed. No, I'm just. Yeah, exactly. Just the bodies. <laughs> yeah, it is close to seven years. I think. Yeah, I think it'll be seven years. This this <laughs> amazing. Yeah. It still looks like you just moved in, <laughs> and, and you've got ever- the plastic to protect the walls from the blood splatter. I haven't done anything to the house. It's really what it is. But yet, it's still gone up like. Forty thousand dollars in property value. So yeah, thank God, right? <laughs> and yeah, if you don't right. know as to what we speak, uh, Felix will often join in the early days of After Dark when we were on the Google Hangouts. Join in from his basement, which is all you see is Felix, and behind him you see walls covered in tinfoil. So very uh, Dexter esque. I was just gonna say it's <laughs> like a, like a like a, like a scene. It's from- a clean room. He's got a clean room. <laughs> it's down a clean there. room. Yeah. yeah, it's an un- it's an unfinished basement, but okay. yeah, it does look like a Dexter. Yeah, an unfinished <laughs> base- an unfinished basement with a lot of finished murders. So <laughs> we call oh. it you know. So happy to have Felix on, and then also we have the man, the myth, the legend, Mister uh, Community Pat. How are you doing, Pat? I'm doing all right. Uh, just. Uh... Enjoying the day today. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So the first thing we're going to do before we sort of get into Felix and Pat's history with Adepticon and talk a little bit about Mantic's plan for events at Acon, let's first do our quick hobby roundtable. So Felix, I haven't had a chance to be on After Dark lately, but what are you working on hobby-wise? It'll be the same thing the last 18 billion times you've gone. It's Halflings and then uh, my Marauders for Firefight are the two things I'm working on. So Awesome. Any, anything specific? Like, what are you working on right now? Well, it's in, it's, no one can see this because it's an audio podcast. I've got two uh, mules for my uh, Marauders I'm working on, and then I've got a whole bunch of the, the cavalry for Halflings um, working awesome. on as well. Um, to which... Audio poke podcast. No one can see what I'm holding up to the camera, but uh, you know that's well. That's why they pay us the big bucks. Uh, We do. That's right. But here's the thing, Felix. (laughs) You'll be held accountable now because it will have your 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 host of adoring fans will be berating you with for update. There you go. Yeah, the the three the three of them out there will be hosting. But uh, these the 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 mules will make it to Adepticon. That's that's for the firefight tournament. These halflings. My friend has asked me before, like, when are you done with halflings? And I said, define done or just given up upon. When is anyone ever done? Yeah, somebody asked me today, where are you at with the kingdoms of men army? I'm like, I don't know. I got three thousand points. 
but I moved on to another brunch. I'm doing salamanders now. So, you know, sometime in the future, we'll circle back. I think for my happens right now, I've got like 3,500 points painted up already. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good amount. I think. What's how you- much do you need? Yeah. Yeah, that's the question. I don't know. But the thing is, I I don't have any of the cavalry because, as we know, the halflings come in that two to one ratio. So I've got 125 brave models painted up. So I've got nine regiments of brave. So just have that in terms of like what I have for cavalry. So, yeah, it's a lot of cavalry. So I was really just figured I'd paint them. And then I just dipped my toes into having forest trolls because I had I'd like the models and I like the the unit stat profile, but I just never got around to painting them. So I actually painted them for a one day tournament this past uh, weekend. So awesome. Bill Harvat kicked the crap out of me with those things. <laughs> I think it's a good army. Siege breakers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're so good. They're, they're, they're good. They're better than regular trolls. Yeah. Best, best trolls uh, in Kings of war, really. Cause they've basically, they're, they're 15 points more expensive than like goblin trolls. But for the 15 points, you get pathfinder, which is even more worth it now with a yeah, uh, yep. hundred percent. The, the the macquar is going away, and st- and staying stone. So basically, they get twenty five points of items for fifteen points. Like yeah, I'll... and the models are ace. Right, models look re- fan- look phenomenal. So uh, yeah, and I love the range. I think it's incredible. And I don't think we know the full power of that army just because since it is a larger model count and it's a newer army and it's harder for people to sub in models from other companies i don't think we've seen yet a lot of fully painted halfling armies right so i'm really curious to see and we're about at that time that people should be finishing them up right so in in every tournament i've taken halflings to i've only ever had one opponent that actually had played against halflings before so yeah and that was john carter my like regular friday your regular sparring sparring partner right yeah but literally i mean i've gotten i've gotten the, the the spiel down to a five minute like okay this is what halflings do you know because I, I I just had to tell every single one of my opponents like oh this is what this is what this unit does this is what this is this is how gastromancy works this is how you know so yeah so hopefully like you said as we start getting you know the more mature it's been about you know eighteen months since the halflings have come out ish uh, you'll start having more of those models painted and I'd love to I I'd love to have a halfling on halfling fight just because like yeah it just feels it just something feels good about that like whenever you see dwarf on dwarf violence you know it's like uh, <laughs> it's like it's almost like a, it warms your soul it's like with a wrestling like uh, you know, uh well, I don't know if we're allowed to say that on air anymore so uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we we'll hit with the anvil after that you know exactly. just, well, what about you, Pat? Are you you got anything on your hobby desk, or what? Do you yeah, think? actually, I'm, I got many fires cooking. Uh, uh, just real quick, off the top of my head, uh, I've been three D printed a hand sold blaster replica that I've been painting up. Ooh, cool! Working on a, a Gundam model that I've been working on for almost a year now. It's about two and a half feet tall, it's ginormous. Uh, I've been working on my finishing up my Armada fleet, uh, which is Empire Dust. Uh, I just finished up the monolith today. As a matter of fact, I'm just gonna mount it on my base and, and get those water effects on it. Chipping away at an Empire Dust Army, been working on for a while now. But since now we have the new kits, I feel like my progress is gonna move much faster. Oh, and I, that's what I've been working on. The new stuff is just so cool. So yeah. Um, so I've been working on knocking out some more uh, skeleton archers and some more uh, spear guys. So theme-wise, how are you doing your EOD? Is it like standard desert? It sounds like maybe you have any, something unique going on, or how are you doing your Empire of Dust? I've been doing kind of standard standard desert-ish. Uh, I got a lot of, you know, now in the day of 3D printing, 
uh, I, I got I backed a uh, a Kickstarter that was all Egyptian ruins. So I've been printing parts of those and chipping them down, putting them on the thing, on the bases, and oh, very cool. using them as terrain. So as my my Empire Dust quote unquote battle table will be a desert Egyptian theme with some Egyptian ruins on scattered throughout. So uh, I went with the, a standard kind of a yellow, more of a dark yellow than a, a, a whitish sand kind of a thing. That's gonna look cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Something different. That something different. Almost like a beach, right? Yes. Yeah, it's gonna look really cool. And uh, and because I, I I don't like to do the same colors that are on the boxes of anything that I buy. Uh, I I went with a green and yellow theme of the of uh, and uh, and a a dark ancient gold with with a lighter gold highlights to it. Ooh, nice! I love that yeah. dark gold. You know. Uh, yeah. I've been really uh, loving Reaper it. Reaper makes a really good one. I forget what they call it, but it's uh, like antiquity gold or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it almost looks like a a bronze, but then you just highlight it up to a gold, and it makes a really nice transition up into it. Highlighting this guy's a pro painter over here. I know. Yeah, we're gonna see his stuff pro painted on eBay here. In a uh, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I get a lot of flack from a lot of people because I'm one of the few people that actually paints a Gundam model that's already color coordinated. I paint it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's why this model's taking me a year yeah. to build. Well, what about you, Rob? What do you? How, how is your progress coming? I'm making progress. I've got three tyrants done. Two of them are about halfway done. That'll be that'll be one unit. Then I've got, then I've got the other five ready to go. What I've been trying to do is figure out what other units, other models are going to be painted the same theme, so I can just. I can just knock them all out. All these ones that are like going to be painted the same color. So, uh, like it on, I'll probably paint some of those. Cause I think they'll work with the same tone. Um, and then at some point, like, I think I mentioned, uh, I, I really, uh, effed up one of the rhinosaurs. So I'm going to have to strip <laughs> it and start over. Sometimes you, you experiment and it doesn't work. So you start over. So it's LA. I got a bowl of LA totally awesome. Ready to take it. So, you know, that's, that's, that's in my near future, but yeah. So by tomorrow night, I'm hoping to have my first unit all painted now have not started any basing yet. Still got to do all that as well. And my, you know, I, I, I've, I've talked about it a lot on the show, but the, the theme is basically, it's going to be like the edge of the Nile, right? So it'll be some desert, but it'll be lush right there at the edge of the water. And, um, I'm still deciding on which buildings to use. Cause I want to have like a, almost like a little city in the display board. So you can use high, high reads. Exactly. Yeah, those things are awesome. Shout out to people that, you know, have like tips for doing that kind of terrain work. Let me know because that's not normally I'm building terrain to play on a table. This doesn't have to be playable. It just needs to look good. So if anybody's got any cool tips, I know horsehair, there's there's other stuff that we can use. Drop it on the counter charge page when we put the uh, post this episode. But uh, yeah, how about you, Jeremy? I know you're plugging along. Oh, I have some great news. And it shows to you my uh, love and affection for my friends. So I was uh, down, I, you know, as I talked about last last uh, Road to Adepticon, I'm on my walkabout this month. So uh, I spent a week with Brinton in San Diego, which was totally awesome. I crashed in his spare room and was working down there and we were talking hobby all week. He has an undead army that he's always wanted to flex as EOD. So he is going to paint up the couple of pieces he's missing so that I can use his undead army at Riddle Field. 
is my empire of dust. Since I got to pack up my hobby table, I just don't know how much hobby time I'm going to have. So essentially he's going to paint a couple of extra things. So we were looking at models, you know, he'll paint me a Shobik. He'll, 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 he'll paint me, he'll, he'll paint me some monoliths, um, you know, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then, so I can use his list, uh, his army at Riddle of Steel. And then I've already been in talks with you, Rob, to use uh, your ogres at Adepticon. So that frees me up. It's a little easier to, when you're packing up your hobby stuff, be able to assemble. So now I think when I go to Texas, I'm getting ready to go to Texas for a couple of weeks. I'm going to bring all my Forge Fathers. And then I'm going to focus on getting my uh, firefight stuff done. Now that I know I have uh, my uh, Kings of War armies ready for Riddle and Adepticon, which are my two next big tournaments, I can spend this time I have now get firefight all assembled and firefight. I think I'm going to try to use contrast paints with. It's going to be a little bit of a you know more speed project. Yeah. So I feel like I, at least I have a doable plan. Britain's really coming in like a superstar so that I don't have to stress about, you know, moving and finding a new place is stressful enough, let alone trying to also finish an army at that time. So I'm really psyched to, and his stuff is so beautifully painted. I am just like so stoked. Hey, it's funny you mentioned firefight because I am in negotiations with my daughter to see if she'll paint my army for me. She's uh She's a tough negotiator, though. She's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it for that cheap. I, you know, my time is worth more than that. So my 13-year-old is trying to, like, you know, get paid. So we'll see. Um, but hopefully that'll get started here in the near future as well. So really excited. Um, I have a lot of good stuff coming, you know. So I I, I think I'm going to be prepared uh, for all the upcoming uh, stuff. So, um but before we get into the, the actual plan of events for uh, Mantic at Akon, uh, what we do on the road to Akon is that we like to touch base with our guests about sort of their history with Adepticon. So let's start with you, Felix. Sort of take us through, like, I know you've been to Adepticon a few times, maybe how you first heard about it and sort of talk to us a little bit about what you love about Adepticon. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think this will be my fourth trip to Adepticon. I'm trying to think. I think it was 17, 18, 19. So I'll be fifth, sorry, because then uh, 20 and 21 got wiped out. And so my fifth one would have been this year in 22. So yeah, so it'd be my, I don't know, math's hard. I don't do numbers. So whatever that is, fifth or sixth time going to Adepticon uh, this year in 20 or next year in 23. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really wasn't into you know, wargaming per se. I did some, I did X-Wing. That's kind of what the game I did prior to coming into Kings of War. Um, so I hadn't really heard of Adepticon, but obviously being with like the Carters out of Dayton and stuff like that, you know, they, they're, you know, Mike's been running that thing for years now. Um, and I just, I was w- trying to dip my foot into two, uh, two day GTs cause I hadn't done anything like that before. And so they offered to drive me over there and, give me hotel space. And so, you know, doing it, I, I've been trying to get back ever since or as much as I can. Cause obviously the 20 and 21 ones were wiped out due to, um, stuff going on COVID wise, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a great time. Love it. And I know you're a big fan of always making sure we hit Portello's, uh, Portello's. Yeah. 
That's, yeah, uh, for sure, man. That's, I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I need to lose some weight so that I can regain it when yeah, we, yeah. next March. Yeah, you got to fast and get ready for Portellos to fill yeah, it up. If, if you know, sure. you know. Uh, but yeah, Portellos, that's definitely the Midwest. That's where we tend to go uh, while we're out there for Adepticon. Um, quick quick uh, story and aside. The first time we went to Portillo's, I had ordered like the Chicago hot dog or whatever because, you know, what you're in Chicago. Order the Chicago dog, right? And uh, our dearly departed friend jesse cornwell was there with a bunch of other guys from west virginia and jesse had ordered a hamburger and while i'm eating my hot dog i hear jesse singing and i will always love you by whitney houston to the hamburger and I, was just, <laughs> I ordered the wrong thing that's that's kind of sick though because he's he's eating it right while he's eating <laughs> right it. right <laughs> it's like i'm like it's like some serial killer type stuff exactly like, yeah, some kind I, of stalker yeah, stalker like, singing I, I ordered the wrong thing so i <laughs> So I like, swear, my what? favorite Adepticon me- uh, memory is uh, Mantic Night. Everyone was giving me their drink coupons because no one wanted <laughs> it. And I got so hammered drunk. And I'm sitting he, there, and Jesse is standing behind me, and he's doing just his, his commentating as like Ronnie and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rob Berman and everyone are doing their speeches. Jesse's just doing this voice behind me, like his own like interior monologue about everything they're saying. And I'm just, I'm trying not to laugh at like Keith Randall's at the other side and he's looking at me and he's laughing. And it was, Oh man, it's just like, I miss that guy every day. Class, classic, classic stuff for Jesse. Yeah. Well, before we hear about your uh, sort of uh, Akon history, Pat, why don't you tell us for our new audience members sort of kind of what your role is within Mantic, uh, maybe speak to a little bit about like your background and kind of how you like to support Mantic games? Sure. So uh, my role is kind of the North American community manager. Basically, I run all the Pathfinders in North America and I handle all the events uh, that we go to and... Uh, I try to reach out to as many events that want our help and support uh, by providing price support or other things that we can, you know, reasonably give to these tournaments. Uh, so basically that's uh, my role here in America right now. And then I know when it comes to Adepticon, do you help, are you helping Mantic sort of run events, pick days or talk to us a little bit about what you're up to with, with the bigger events we go to for like Gen Con, Adepticon, Pack some plug things like that. Uh, I actually put those events together. Very cool. So I have to fill out all the, do the apps. I have to get the schedules together. I have to make sure I have enough people to run those events. Uh, Surely you never run out of minions, though. Uh, it, you'd be surprised. People start having babies, and all of a sudden, I lost a, a huge pool of people. But you can always count on those Michigan nuts. Uh, except for this year, Rick Hall's going to bow out this year, so. What? Yeah. You can't see my face, but that's re- but yeah. Brian's gonna show up though. Brian's right? gonna be there because yeah, I told Brian Brian is a stand-up all, guy. All is wrong with the world. It was Brian when Rick said that his wife is making him take family vacation that weekend. Does she uh, know? I, yeah, that's what I said. That's my first question. She knows you're going to Adepticon though, right? <laughs> and uh so it just spiraled out of there. And I just then I immediately texted Brian while I was still talking to Rick. I go, You cannot go anywhere for Adepticon. Not well, you got John Jack too, right? That helps. Yes. So a couple, couple staples in the in the barn, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so for those big shows, I handle all that. Uh, get the things. Uh, it's 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 a a pretty a, a pretty tax taxing job because you have to contact a lot of people and 
through uh, lots of networking relationships. Yeah, really. it's just just you know, there's so many yeah. different people that you have to talk to in a convention. Like I only handle this. I only handle this. Uh, I'm vendors, not exhibitors, or I, I'm I'm uh, gaming, not exhibitors. So out outside of that, do you get to enjoy Adepticon, or, or do you get to still hit the vendor floor, or, or is there still? Honestly, at these things, I am persona non grata. I You're am just so busy. I'm in the booth from hour before it opens to an hour after it closes every day. I don't, I rarely get to go up to watch the games and see you guys play, which I would love to do, but I rarely get that chance because if I walk out of that booth, something always happens and then I'm not there to, to fix the problems. Mm-mm-mm. Need to get you an assistant. Uh, well, I'm training John Jack. John Jack is, uh, we've as I'm getting older, I am not uh, recuperating as well or as fast as I used to. Uh, in my younger age, so I, uh, me and Ron had a little bit of talk, and I said, there's a good chance that one day I might get sick and not be able to go to one of these events, and if I don't go, nothing's going to get done. Absolutely. So, so you're, you're to- cementing your legacy then by, yes, by, right. by training, training yeah. your underlings. So, yeah. So, understudy. Uh, understudy. understudy. Uh, understudy. So uh, I need someone who knows what needs to be done. In case I can't be there, so. Well, I, I know Rob and I are really excited to have you on to uh, take us through a little bit about what you guys are thinking as far as the events themselves. Um, are you guys? Have you guys started to work out your schedule? Like on Thursday, we want to do this. On Friday, yeah, we're gonna... I've, I've already put the schedule in. Can you, can you take us through that? Sure. Uh, so, uh, working with the amount of people I had today, or up to to be able to run these things. Uh, uh, where we're looking at, uh, I did a poll, in, in incognito poll. I asked Rob and I asked a couple of people to ask around in their communities what would they like to see on Thursday for Kings of War because there was talk about bringing back the speed, speed tournament or the team tournament. And it seemed uh, to everyone that uh, everyone would like to see the team tournament come back. So we're going to do that on a Thursday. Nice. Uh, and uh, my card is going to run that. And, uh, you know, I use it with those guys. I give them room to tell me what time they want to run, how long they want to run the games for. And will they let you know, like, points-wise what they want to do and all that sort of stuff? Yes. I give them a little, I give a little bit of free reign for them because it takes that part off of my brain. I don't have to worry about all that. Got it. And, uh, you know, and the guys who are handling those, the guys who've run the, these things before and you know oh yeah my card is og you know we he yeah i'm not i'm just not handing it off to anyone who doesn't really know what a good point system or what would make something challenging or even different in a sense so thursday at three is when we're going to start the team tournament it's going to go into the evening cool i know rob and i are excited to play team counter charge oh yeah baby we're coming we will be there it'll be fun so yeah it'll be fun the first year we did it we had a lot of we had 10 teams i think oh nice that's a good amount in a team tournament yeah. that's 20 players and so i'm hoping that we can get back to that number again or close to just taking a straw poll i think we're already past that so oh that's good i'm re- i'm ready i'm ready for a great another great you know we're going to get back to those high numbers that we yes. had back in 2019 so and then uh, there's some come uh, then i got a couple little parlor games that I do for other people who aren't tournament players. So we'll have some uh, a Hellboy board game running throughout Thursday afternoon also and a, a homemade brew game that John Jack made called Doom Ball. It's kind of 
Uh, what's that uh, video game with the remote control cars that bounce the big ball around? Rocket League. Rocket League. It's based. It's it, yeah. It's based on Rocket League, but using vermin, vermin doom wheels. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. yeah nice. So that's gonna run throughout the weekend, and then Friday. He's usually Fridays when it starts to get really heavy because Thursday people, uh, you know, only about I'd say about three quarters of people show up on Thursday, and then Friday we're gonna run the Armada tournament in the morning. Okay. That'll run into the afternoon, and an hour after that, we'll run the firefight tournament. Do we know who's running the firefight event? Uh, Brian Novak will be running the firefight. Yes! So Brian just successfully ran the one at Michigan GT. Yes. So so. We're in good hands. Oh, sweet. I'm so, because I am just so excited for firefight. I know Felix yeah, has got his too. stuff going. I'm, Man, I got to pay so much. I know. <laughs> but Rob, don't you don't you love living in this world where you have too much to paint and not enough? What yeah. If, what if you woke sure. up and were like, I have nothing cool to paint today? You'd have the one tear going down your cheek. Then we are in Elysium. Yeah. yeah yes, right. Are, <laughs> and you are already dead. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Who's running the uh, Armada tournament? It might be Brian, actually. Okay. Uh, I mean, I have all faith in Brian. There's another guy coming up from India. His name is Dev. He's going to be on the show this week. Dev yeah. Slavin, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Good guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing, really great talking to him. He's making good strides to getting his uh, area together and boosting the firefight and the Kings of War community over there, too. Ironically, that's what we're gonna, we got him to talk about is the nice because community building. Because I've been I've been sending job. him a lot of uh, a lot of tips and a lot of a lot of things he can do and some uh, other things to help him along. I can't wait to meet him. That'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm glad he's coming up. So it's either him or Brian or, I'm, or maybe them both. And so one one's not too taxed because uh, one guy running a whole tournament is is could be pretty rough when it's greater than ten people. Hundred percent. Uh, and then again, like I said, uh, the Kings of War big game is going to be out in the, out in the foyer, getting people's eyes so they can come in there like, Oh, what's that thing? Oh, that's Kings of War. If you go in there, you can see all the other different armies of people playing. Is that going to be uh, Schrode again? Uh, Blake and Kyle. Yeah. Blake, Blake will be out there. Yeah. I think he's going to have the new table out or at least he wants that new table that has the Armada edition on the end. Yeah, he was he, he was discussing that at Workings GT like last month. He was talking about working on that one. Yeah, so I'm hoping he can get that put together. I mean, I would love to see their money at the end of it. Uh, and then we move into the Saturday, which of course is the day one of Kings of War tournament for you for most of you guys. The big GT, yeah. Yeah, we're at the point now where things have to overlap uh, again. A little impromptu straw poll and Dead Zone will run concurrent with the day one of Kings of War. It can't be helped, Pat. At this point, there's too many games. There's too many games. Yeah, right. No, we only have we have so many days and this many days, and all I can do is try to put the one that is going to be the least conflicting. And I tried to take a poll every year, and I didn't know last year I got a lot of a lot of complaints about Armada running, but I didn't, we also didn't know Armada was going to be as big as it was at the time I put the time in. Well, I know Rob and I are excited because we can play. We really wanted to play in the firefight event, so I know having... Well, I want to lose, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. I lose well, I say play with air quotes, meaning... <laughs> okay. Uh, and and yeah. talking to everyone, I feel like there was, there are more players in firefight right now than there are in Dead Zone that play Kings of War, so... And it's a good to capitalize on that, that game, to have it displayed Friday night and have people checking it out because it does have some heat. I mean, we've been doing a monthly firefight episode and it's been, like, getting a lot of really good positive feedback. I think people are absolutely loving that game. Yes, it's... 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 It's, uh, it's a good game. I enjoy it myself. I don't... I don't get to play much in tournament settings because I'm usually... 
at the at a booth running. Yeah, at the tournaments I would play. Uh, uh, but so my, most of my has been casual, and those games have always been enjoyable. So, and I know registration opens for Adepticon on January eighth. So, is everyone going to be able to sign up for all these events? Do they just sign up as normal through the Adepticon website? Is- yes, and uh, of course Saturday night. Uh, those are the will be. I'm bringing back uh, Mantic Open Night. Oh, nice! <laughs> I love Mantic Open Night. <laughs> Can you hear Marty Zelinsky? Yeah. Woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah I put it, I put I put I postpone it one more year. To be on the safer side, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't want us to all congregate and have some. I mean, even last year, the, not the Matt and Nick overnight. I think we had six people catch COVID and that played Kings of War. It could have been worse if we had been in the in that small room. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, but again, it's 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 kind of one of those things that we just have to kind of have to probably have to live with in a sense. Uh, yeah, I think now is the time to bring it back, and uh, it'll be good. Cool. Good times. I'm excited. I, man, I, we've had some of the best stories. Ronnie eating the ghost pepper thing, right? Oh, yeah. And then he disappeared for about 20 minutes while he walked it off. <laughs> yeah, walked it off. It's like, oh, oh man, some good stuff. We're, we're excited to be there, Pat. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it sounds like we're going to be busy. Yeah, I do, I do miss it. It's just one of the best things I get. To, and that's the one time I get to relax at Adepticon and get to actually uh, shoot the shoot. <laughs> you guys mm-hmm. well you know now that rob berman's not coming obviously for obvious reasons yes did you guys appoint a new handler is it kyle is it you who's the new ronnie renton handler uh i think we're just gonna let ronnie run on his own oh jeez! Oh, everyone come unscripted to unscripted <laughs> you heard it here first it might be it might be martin martin thorwell fantastic but uh ronnie of the late has been p- passing that torch off to other people lately when it comes to these things so we'll see he might make martin talk instead of him Ooh. and then what are you what are you planning on playing in felix definitely uh the want to do the firefight uh event and then kings of war uh armada maybe i i have a couple of the ships but i yeah that just like everyone else there's like so many things that need to get painted and uh we don't do excuses on counter charge we do results <laughs> uh well then uh i will I'll see y'all later then. Click. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I could do I could do Armada as well. Um, yeah, because I've got it's one of those. I was a play tester, uh, like late stages play testing of it. But it's like I just I've, I don't think I've gotten a single game in since the game came out. So but it's a good game. It's 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 got it's based on good bones. Like it's based off of the Black Seas by uh, Warlord Games. And so it's it's a good game. It's surprisingly been a favorite for non war gamers. Yeah, I saw I saw at a at Gen Con people it was ridiculous. Literally with like bags full of Armada stuff. Like, like two player starters and just whole fleets. Like Yeah, I just and for Gen Con that's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Right. As a as a board game role playing convention and at Pax Unplugged, the same thing. Well it's covering a space there isn't a lot of like fantasy naval combat games out right now. So, I right. mean, it does definitely. And the models are great. You know, uh, the resin is top notch. So, it's a, the, yeah. the ships look amazing. Yeah. And for Armada, I'm calling out Hobie Roop right now. Ooh. We're playing in Armada. All right, Hobie. You could, you, you could be the first to sink many of my boats. I know. I know Hobie's got a fleet done because John Jack had painted for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a luxury when you, when you own a gaming store, right? Like, right. The, mo- the models are at a discount, and you, you have peons to do your work for you. 
And speaking of awesome models, Pat, are you guys going to be running your uh, Mantic has there? What is it? Um, oh yes, the Brush with Death. Thanks for reminding me. Brush with Death. Can you can you take us through through that a little bit? Yeah. So Brush with Death is our painting competition. It uh, it has to be a hundred percent Mantic model. It can be scratch built from Mantic models. Uh, there are going to be six categories: three fantasy, three sci-fi, and it's usually a fantasy single. Fantasy unit, and then fantasy war machine giant or big item. Okay. And then same with the sci-fi. Sci-fi single, sci-fi unit, sci-fi vehicle, monster, or otherwise. Ooh, cool. I was like, maybe then, since I'll use your ogres, but maybe I got to finish my show, show, my show bick, or I'll bring... 100%. I'll bring some of, my, of the EOD to enter into that contest. Yes. And uh, over the years, we've been slowly growing it, and, and more and more... People have been coming and putting them in, and uh, we've been getting better and better uh, entries, and it's been getting harder and harder to pick. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. When you say fantasy, we're talking Kings of War? Kings of War, Armada, Vanguard. So it's anything in that in that universe? Yes, anything that's fantasy-related to what uh, Mantic does. Awesome. Uh, I think we said Hellboy will go in with the sci-fi. Makes sense. It's more modern, right? It's yeah. more modern. That's awesome. I, I know that you've got Matt Temple is going to be super pumped to hear this because that was one of his questions was, hey, I got to win some more Death with Brush. Yes. Uh, so uh, it'll be good. I'm uh, actually looking at the talking to the resident guys in the UK about getting some trophy, getting the trophies uh, casted. So they're show up on time. Uh, been ordering marble plinths and plaques. So they get here in time. Very cool. <laughs> Well, good thing you're starting this early, right? Because it takes a long... I'm sure it takes a, a lot of work to get all this stuff organized. It does, because, like I said, it's... And then, usually from October to beginning of January, it's all Adepticon planning while PAX and all these other shows are going on. And then Janet turns around, and then it's already time to start Gen Con while Adepticon and C2E2 are going on. So it's... Uh, it's a lot of overlap, and it's a lot of trying to get things organized while shows are going on at the same time. So, Well, I know we're, we're kind of coming to the end of the show. Felix, give us a person that needs a shout-out, some person in the, in the community that doesn't get enough attention. In terms of that, I'd probably say, honestly, the Temple Brothers. Uh, I know Matt Temple got a thing, but his brother Marshall also uh, also played Matt B- Matthew before, but played Marshall for the first time at michigan gt and had one of the best games i've had in a long time both the marsh both the temples really good players uh their paints getting way and like i said obviously matthew's won brush with death stuff before and just beautiful army he's got marshall's coming in uh, along pretty well with his paint as well and both fantastic games and just the the scene they're starting to try and grow up in indianapolis is, is really go- cool to see so uh, hey hey i did get a dm from andrew summers recently uh yeah uh he might be making a comeback i don't know if he'll be it for adepticon but he did mention he played a game of kings of war well here's the thing rob hide hide the spoons if there's one guy who could take you out with a spoon it'd be andrew summers so, absolutely hide the spoons. absolutely <laughs> uh same question do you you know you're gonna have him on the show but i would probably at this point shout out to dev dev slavin because uh newly appointed pathfinder but he's Turn, he's turning the Indianapolis area around fairly quickly because he's got yeah. all the way to Fort Wayne even and 
Yeah, he's in like what Muncie or something. I think Muncie, and he goes all the way out to yeah. Fort Wayne, which I think is two hours away from him. Yeah, it's he's hardcore, man. I've seen this post. Yeah, uh, and I know there's some people out there that are loving what he's putting on. So it's, it's so yeah. So if you guys are looking in Indiana, you're looking for places. Uh, go. I think they have a they have their own Facebook page, don't they? Kings War Indianapolis. Yes. Search on Facebook for it. Link in the show notes. Yeah, and then scream out, "Hey, I need someone to play with!" and Almost positive, one hundred percent. Dave will Dev will find you, or I'll, I'll make Dev find you. Jeremy, any shout outs for you? Obviously, Britain's probably the top of your list, but who else is on your list? Oh, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to the Reno guys. You know, um, Sean Polka, uh, at all, uh, Zach, all those guys. You know, we had a tournament recent there. Um, I want to give a, a, a special shout out to uh, um, Kyle Timberlake. We all know him as you know the Mad Viking. He's on our uh, our. Uh, firefight episodes i'm trying to talk him desperately into coming to adepticon uh one thing i love about kyle you know those rob you have those players that when you play against by their laughter by the joy of the game there is no way to tell if they're winning or losing kyle is like that way he is just a (laughs) cool dude he is you know no matter if he's winning or losing he is always such an amazing opponent he's probably one of my most favorite opponents in all of wargaming just because He's just the same, the same dude. No matter, no matter what's happening, and I just love that about players. I'm notorious for like uh, I try to be a good opponent, but sometimes I get a little snarky. I was actually just reminiscing and looking at the pictures from the U.S. Masters held recently in Seattle. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple choice uh, pictures well, of see, on it's, Jeremy, it's when I'm focused. People think when I'm fo- usually I'm so jovial on air <laughs> that when they play me and I'm and I'm like all they're disappointed. Serious, I guess so. Uh, you know, you know, join, join the club of people disappointed with Jeremy at the moment. But um, I just, I, I, I just get really focused, and my focus face, I guess, is my resting <laughs> face. But it's really just me trying to like calculate what I'm supposed to do. Um, and then I hope, oh dear, my friend Felix, we must be standing in the right spots this year. That's that's our goal. Last time Felix oh. and I were playing against each <laughs> You want to tell other. that story? Yeah, tell so, the story. So Felix and I are playing against each other. Uh, uh, and we're tor- sort of towards it was it was the first Adepticon Shannon was running, so a good amount of people. I think we had 60 plus that year. And Felix and I are sort of towards one of the back rows. And one of the guy comes in with prize support and it's like mega armies. And it's like Oprah. It's like, you have a mega army. You have a mega army. Everyone have a mega army. Except for me and Felix. <laughs> we're in the corner. And we're like, <laughs> we, we, we heard it too late for yeah. the army to get passed out. So yeah. yeah. And we were like, Oh, and Felix was like, I would like to have something. And it's just like, <laughs> felt so sad. But, um, and that was the first time I got to meet him in person. So that's when you come down to the booth and you come talk to me. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty awesome event. So that's one of my favorite. I don't know, Rob, it's just the closer we get, the more jacked I am. Uh, I like, I, I, I'm already, uh, deciding to see of the two suitcases I have fitting my clothes into the smaller one. So the empty one that I'm also bringing with me will be the bigger one for, to return with all my loots. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just super excited at Adepticon. There's a reason why we're doing our road to Adepticon to get you guys pumped and excited to come because it really is a marquee bucket list type event. Yeah, especially if you're a miniature player. Like I tell everybody, every time I go, I come home with something I didn't know I needed in my life. <laughs> There's always something you find that's unique, a new hobby tool, a new paint range, something. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I think that's, you, uh, Felix, you want to take us out? Sure. 
it's like I listened to so many episodes. Here's here's the good news: if you don't do it right, it just goes in the outtakes. That's how it, it works. Does. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. And then you're and then you're immortalized forever. Right. <laughs> well, until next time, keep counter charging. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.